Penny. Hi. Penny is the greatest guy. There you go, exactly. That's what we were looking for. Like a puppy, right? Like working like a puppy. As we walk down the stage, he goes, are you nervous? And I'm not. I go, you should be. I'm not. What do the bands Montos, Sammy Hagar, HSAS, with Neil Sean from Journey, Van Halen, the Wabaritas, Chickenfoot, and the Circle have in common? It's the Red Rocker, Sammy Hagar. Not only did Sammy become a super, super badass, successful rock star singer, but he also is an amazing songwriter and guitarist with a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And in the midst of all that, He's launched this huge business empire. In 1990, he started his Cabo Wabo Cantina nightclub in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, where he celebrates his birthday every year and has since opened similar venues in Las Vegas and Lake Tahoe. Those birthday celebrations are off the hook in Cabo if you haven't gone. Trust me, I know. Hangover. In 1996, he created his amazing Cabo Wabo Premium Tequila. And also, many years later, he launches Sammy's Beach Bar Rum. But what most people don't know is that in the 1990s, Sammy designed the Red Rocker mountain bike. Crazy, right? He even had a store where they made mountain bikes. This guy's always creating. He never stops thinking of ideas. I love it. In 2009, Sammy opened his Sammy's Beach Bar and Grill at Harris Casino in St. Louis, and shortly after, another one in Las Vegas. And he donates all his profits from both locations to local charities. Come on, how cool is that? Now, recently, he started his own beach club in Huntington Beach, California. I mean, it's a whole scene. It's not just a restaurant. It's not just a bar. It's like a lifestyle. I can't wait to check that out. And if you haven't read his number one New York Times bestseller autobiography, it's friggin' amazing. It's called Red, My Uncentered Life in Rock. Now, this book, after I read it, inspired me to write my autobiography, Sex, Drums, Rock, and Roll. This guy's unstoppable, undeniable, and 100% authentic. Whatever he's passionate about, he does at 150%, and it gets done right. He crushes it every time because he loves what he does. Otherwise, he ain't doing it. He's one of the nicest guys I've ever worked for, and one of the nicest guys I know. In 2012, I got to tour with Sammy and Chickenfoot, with badass background singer, bass player Michael Anthony, and virtuoso Joe Satriani. When the drummer, Chad Smith, had to go back to his day job, the Chili Peppers. And I just played a very cool show with Sammy with his most recent band, The Circle, at the Paso Robles State Fair. Now, we had a quick rehearsal and a sound check, and afterwards I asked Sammy, when did he realize what his purpose in life was? Check this out.
I gotta tell people listening. Chicken for a story. I get a call from uh, Sammy. Kenny, so Chad Smith says you're the drummer, should replace him. He says, now Chad's a funny guy. And I don't need to do this. Well, I, you're funny too. Well, I'm not as funny as him. Well, nobody is. Yeah. <laughs> well, Will, Will Farrell is. Well, yeah. <laughs> he, that's the same guy. So here's what I said to you. I said, all right, I hit hard, Chad hits hard. Chad plays funky rock. I play funky rock. And I said, um, he's funny, but I'm better looking. It's a toss-up. It, it, depends. <laughs> it depends on who you're standing next to. Yes. You throw Joe in the middle of you. You got yeah, like the three tw twins. Well, the yeah. three twins. You know, Satriani, well, you know, we set up on the same side of the stage when I'm on tour. It's like the baldies and the guys with the hair. It's yeah. funny as hell. Well, that's, I, I, I was trying. And Chickenfoot, if you remember right, I was trying so hard to get Mike to shave his head because I'd be the only yeah. guy with hair, man. It's like... <laughs> I'm out Are you there. Serious? The most handsome band where Mike will not shave his head. No, well, I, I tried to get him head? to do it. He felt his head. I wanted to play in a band with all guys with shaved heads. That's great. You know, the thing that blows me away by you, I'm obviously one of the greatest singers in the history of rock and roll. Everything you do, you own it, man. I mean, where did you get that? Like all those businesses, your liquor, you got this new thing at Huntington Beach. You wrote this incredible autobiography, which I used to help write mine. Uh, you got the cantinas, you got the restaurants, uh, you've got five bands, Montrose, <laughs> seriously, Montrose, let me know if I forgot one, Montrose, Sammy Hagar, Van Halen, Chicken Foot, The Circle. Did a lot. Oh, wait a minute, I forgot the one with the, the, the bass player, the female yeah. bass player. The Wobbles, yeah. That's the sixth one. So, I mean, it's like, and you always, you're so positive, that's why, I, I mean, you call, I'm there. Quite honestly, Ken, and, and I appreciate it, you're the only drummer I know that can walk into a gig with, we rehearsed today. This is the first time we've ever done this, really, rehearsed, other than, you right. know, to make a record or something. Yeah. And the fact that you can just jump in there and do that. I, I was talking to everybody today at rehearsal. I'm going, how the fuck does he do that? You know, how the fuck can he, like, just walk into a room and have these charts and look at them and play the damn song perfect? You play the song better than most drummers do, after, you know, if they rehearse it 200 times. 
But anyway, you are the guy for any gig like that. And whenever I'm in a pinch, Jason was almost going to make it, but he couldn't get to New York yeah. the next day in time. And it's like, so you're the first guy I call. And well, and I mean, just, thank you. I mean, the thing is, I just prepare. <laughs> I'm like, know? I'm like, I'm like, I prepare. You like write I'm it out everything. And I know. It. it took me about 30 years to be able to read music and make it sound like I'm not reading. It doesn't it's sound like it at all. I'm turning around it, it, and looked at you. I mean, you. I turned around and looked at you to give you some love, like yeah. yeah and I go, oh, he's fucking reading. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I want to get all those, all those parts. I mean, well, the drumming in Van Halen and those Van Halen songs—they're perfect. They're perfect. That's like, why would I do anything different than what John Bonham did in Zeppelin? Why would I do anything different than what Alex did? Those were perfect parts. Alex and Ed would work on a song for a week. And really? then I would come in to sing it. I mean, wow. I, you know, I'd get my lyrics together. I'd, we'd jam it once, but, but it wasn't perfect. You know, we'd jam the yeah. song, I'd get the arrangement, and I would go home and write lyrics, and they'd call me when they were ready to record. And it would be like four to five days per song because wow. they worked out every, every little part. Sounds That's like why it. it's so good. Yeah. I mean, come on, like, you know, I'm a jammer. I don't like to work that hard. Yeah. I'm lazy. Because <laughs> I have other jobs, which is what you asked me to start with. The thing is, I get bored really quick. I hit it once, twice, third time. Ah, what else? Is that why the chicken foot tour was short? No, I just, I, <laughs> I had too many other things. I had the wobbles waiting on hold. Oh, I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three oh, you put later. them on hold to go chicken foot. Yeah, I pay it. They were on pay. <laughs> oh, thank God but, you did, because I got to play but, with but you. But seriously, when I start a new business or anything, yeah. it's like, you know, for me, the idea, when I get an idea, is when I'm bored. That's when the light comes on. When I'm real busy, I don't get ideas. So like after I get busy and I get things work done, then I like to get bored for a minute. And when I get bored, the light comes on. And you get an idea, it's like thought. You think about it, you go, oh, well. And you just say, oh, well, maybe I could uh, you start talking to yourself or to somebody else. And then you just action. You just roll up your sleeve and start going. Say, I'm calling up guys. Hey, do you know anything about <laughs> uh, tequila, how to make tequila? You know, yeah. this is, I'm just not afraid of anything. That's how I'm not afraid to quit a band and join another one. I'm not afraid to start a band and say, yeah. I got this idea. I want to play that guy, that guy, yeah. that guy. I'm afraid to do that. It's like so many people are like insecure. They just hold on to what they got, you know, like this. Yeah. Man, I'm, I, I'm just not like that. I get bored real quick, except for with my wife. Yeah. I try to stay unbored. We, we yeah. keep ourselves busy. Cool. I can't wait to hear about this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but the thing is, the thing is, is that you develop that muscle. If you think about it, that's a muscle too. You trust yourself. You know how to make calls. You know how to execute. It's not like the people who have never done it before, how are they going to know it's going to work out because they haven't done it? But yeah. you now know you can get it done. Yeah, you can I go can. from A to Z. It's pretty easy now. I've, I've yeah. realized it. All you got to do is be positive, think about it, yeah. and go to work on it, you know. And you got to be lucky. I'm a lucky son of a gun. You know that. I am lucky. You made your... I, I no, just, you I just run it. into a guy. I'm saying, man, I want to start this new thing. I want to open up this uh, casino. With, I mean, I want to open up a, my new thing is right now. I'll tell you straight up what it is. Yeah. I want to have a Cabo Wobble Resort. With, see, I got the Cabo Wobble Beach Club in the Huntington Beach Resort, the okay, waterfront. What is resort. that exactly? It's right in Huntington Beach. Yeah. Uh, they let me have the pool, the, the big palapa bar we put out by the pool, and then the indoor restaurant and a couple private rooms and stuff. So it's the Cabo Wabo Beach Club. It's, it's on the cross street from the beach. And I wanted to call it the Cabo Wabo Beach Club because I'm a Sammy's Beach Bar and Grill, right. Sammy's Beach Bar Rum, right. Cabo Wabo, Santos more like Cabo Wabo. So I'm melting these things together. Yeah. And so it's the beach clubs now and it's a Cabo Wabo. And so I want a Cabo Wabo resort. I had the dream. And it has a beach bar and grill at the mm. poolside. It has a Cabo Uno Steakhouse, which is a new thing I want to develop in Apollo de Agave. 
which is a real high-end Mexican restaurant. Then it's got a Cabo Wobble Cantina. And then it's got a place where it can play called Stage Red. It's got all my stuff in there. You go there once, you don't have to leave. Now, this is my dream. Okay, it's going to happen. I'm telling you it's going to oh, happen. Well, if you say it's going to happen, it's going to happen. You, it's what happens is I run into people. Like, I start thinking like this. And this is why I know I'm so lucky. I got an angel on each shoulder. And all of a sudden, I'll run into a guy. And he'll say, hey, you know, I own this casino that we just were remodeling. You know, I just bought this big yeah. establishment. And we're, you know, we're looking for ideas. You got any ideas? Yeah. <laughs> That's the way it works for me. Wow. And I wow. played Vegas. And I ran into two People that came to see me, fans that yeah. run Casino. establishments and a hotel. And, and I don't want to get in the gambling business. I told them, you guys keep all the gaming you want. That's not my game, you know. I, I feel bad if somebody came in my place and lost a bunch of money. You'd, I'd feel yeah. terrible. I really would. Yeah, man. yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd be out there saying, no, give him his money back. <laughs> Dude, get the hell out of here. That's you know. great. Thank you. Well, if you get a casino, I'm going to gamble in your casino because then I know I'm not going to lose a dime. <laughs> That's incredible, though. Yeah. Dude, I'm, yeah. I'm on a resort, Sammy's Resort World. Just, I love it. it. Everything's Sammy. Sammy's, basically, Sammy's Island. Like, if you went to my island, yeah. I'd have everything there for you. The food I like to yeah. eat, the drink I like to eat. You'll be listening to my music and other people's music that I like, and, you, and, and you'll be just, you know what I mean? Do you have a, play, do you have a place for your East Coast, West Coast, U.S., uh, you know, Spain, France, you know, where? Well, I, I like coast, man. Just yeah. give me a beach. You know, I, I, I have to have a coast. It's also good that you can get to it, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's too far But away. Vegas has got everything. It's got a beach. You, yo, you want to put it on the beach? They make a beach. Well, we'll make a beach. Make a beach. You know, they, they, come on, and we make a beach for you. So, you know... <laughs> you, uh, a son uh, of a beach. <laughs> do, you, do, you, uh, do you have a wine, or are you just into wine? No, I'm really into wine. I don't make wine because I can't make wine as good as Romani Conti's, whereas Vegas Sicilia's. I got a You know wine the great wines? You. Oh. It's my wine. Well, see, there you go. So look at it, and it's got my face on it. You, you can put that in your pocket oh. if you want. You whip it off. Oh, get out of yeah, here. It's a Cab Sirah. I want to give that to you. I love Cab Sirah, too. It's, a, it's a Smith wow. Devereaux up in Napa. Let it's, me tell you what I like about this sure. bottle, folks. Let me tell you, here's my wine. I know about wine. I have, have yeah. 20,000 bottles. Have, yeah. I have, you know, crazy collection. Um, I'm not bragging. Dress. It's what I'm saying, though, is what I know about this wine that I know that I'm very interested. The less information on a mm. bottle of wine, the more usually personal it is like in other words you know what i mean it's usually grown if it doesn't say oh it's grown over here and it's and shipped over here and then they make the wine yeah. and those guys ship it back to them and they put it in a bottle and then they send it to these guys and those guys sell it to these guys and then they give it to the store it's like all this information like, so i like a simple bottle like that always gets my attention Cool. I can't wait to try it. Yeah, man. I'll drink love, it. I'm going to drink it. We're going to dinner yeah. after here, and I'm going to drink it. This, you don't even have to eat food with that. It's a meal and salad. It's smooth. 50 well, cab, 50 syrup. Yeah, see, well, those are big, fat, juicy varieties, yeah. and it's what I always call chewable wines. Like, you have yeah. to chew them, to sw <laughs> chew them and swallow them. Dude, I'll it, tell you what. No, it's, it's awesome. I you know how I got into it? The, the guy kept sending me, you know, he'd send you, like, three or four bottles and say, which one do you like? And he did it three times. I kept picking that. And he went, you decided on your wine. I went, what? He said, yeah, you keep picking the same one. Honest to God, Kenny, the secret to having a tequila that you like, a wine that you like, a rum that you like, or, you know, anything, when you make it to your palate, mm -hmm. you know what that does? Makes it different than everybody else. If you go, oh, I want it to taste like this one. I like this guy's over here. So yeah. I want to taste it. Fuck that. Because yeah. then now you taste it. It's like saying, I want to sound like the Stones. You I never want to write songs like the Stones. You're never going to be the Stones, yeah, so give it up. Yeah. So you play what you hear in your head. The music you hear in your head, you write the songs you hear in your head, you feel in your heart. And that's how you become an individual. And then when you make products, you have to do it that way. You're already on it I because yeah. you said every time I taste it, I said, I like this blend. 
I thought, cool blend. You know, I thought the first day, I thought, well, maybe my palate is this way. And they're going, God, I'm getting the same. What is this? And right, anyway, it worked out. That's right. I'm going to have you, you just said, you, okay, so we, we just rehearsed. And you just said, these ideas come to you. That song, what's it called? Father, Father Time. That's one of the greatest songs I've ever heard. It's one of those things that you hear it the first time, you're like, that's amazing. And you wrote it, what did you say, like 20 minutes? What's yeah, the story on I, it? it came out completely, you know. It was my 70th birthday, and we do the, the birthday bash. You've been there as much as I have. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going so, this year, by the way. Yeah, of course you are. So it's 76, you know. <laughs> you know. I'm anyway. right behind you, though. Every, I get older every year, too. Uh, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, anyway, so you, you yo, wait, don't complain to me about it. Okay? Yeah, no, no, so, it's so horrible. 70th birthday, we did the bash in Cabo, which is really a big one. It's a milestone one. So I really worked hard, had a lot of people, and we did had a lot of good times and played yeah. a long time. I went straight from Cabo to our house in Maui. I have a guitar there that's a special guitar, and I sold that house. I don't have it anymore, but I had a really mm -hmm. special guitar. Every time I picked that guitar up, there was a song on it. Oh. You know, it was just one of them things. That song, All We Need Is An Island, Got to Maui, picked that guitar up. All of a sudden, I'm playing this song. Whoa, whoa, it was like somebody left it on there for me. Whoa. So, But that song, Father Time, I sat down in the car. I said, okay, I'm going to run to the store. Then I'll get a bunch of stuff because, you know, I hadn't been to the house yeah. in a long time. We had to go get some groceries. So I picked up the guitar, and I just started singing that song. I'm going, it's exactly, think about the first line. It's like, Father Time's over there looking over my shoulder. I'm going, yeah, I've just turned 70 years old. I just finished my birthday bash. I was thinking about it. I was looking at the other side. And then the next thing that occurred, I hear the waves crashing. I'm going, you know, crashing waves, crashing on shore. That's been going on. That's been going wow. on forever. <laughs> like the ocean's been there longer than, look at me. I get yeah, the goose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ocean's been there forever. Yeah. And it's like, but there's something about this sun. And I start thinking about, we just left off. Something about the sun in Mexico that burns different than Hawaii. And I just said that. Wow. Those lyrics, come on, look, I got goosebumps wow. all over me, man. Wow. Because it was just, yeah. came fucking out of me. I couldn't stop it. I went and got my phone. I go, shit, I got to turn my phone on. I just kept playing it right through the bridge. And I, I went honestly right to the bridge. Said, when was the last time you did something for the first time? I started thinking about, you know, how are you going to live your life from at 70? How are you going to live the next part of your life? You know? Yeah. So I say, well, I need to start doing more things. I was thinking <laughs> more things. about my life reflecting yeah. and writing at the same time. And that's why that song is so good. It came straight from the, the soul. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Straight from oh, my man. heart and soul. <laughs> and brain. Yeah. You know, like the three connect, three lock yeah. box. Mind, body, spirit. and spirit, man. Yeah. It, anyways. Well, you're the most authentic. You're one of the most authentic. You're the definition of unstoppable, undeniable, and 100% authentic. You, you always are just you. That's you can't lose. You should see me try to sing like someone else or try, oh, to, yeah. uh, try to learn somebody else's song. Yeah. I'm going, halfway through me trying to learn someone else's song, I'm going, Oh, fuck, wait a minute, that's cool. And I write a song. <laughs> I'm, that's how authentic oh, I am. That's a beautiful song. Looks like the rapid. Yeah. Dude, when did you write that? When I turned 70. Five years ago, brother. Five Dude, and a half. Dude, that would be a huge fucking one hit back in the 80s. That's, just, that's, that's real song, though. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that, you oh, know. I know exactly what you're that's saying. like a real badass radio-friendly song. I sat on it for five years because we never made a record. Yeah. <laughs> but hold on, I want to get this, uh, and then this goes, yeah, 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 yeah. So let's try Father Time, then, because that, 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 that would be a good song, and it situates like that. that. Uh, I would like, old people. what was that on a solo record? It was on our last record. Dude, that's a killer song. It actually charted as a single, not a rock radio, as a single, it got up to 62. Dude, I mean, that's... 
Just by accident. I mean, it's very clever. It's about America. The war change. We're American without the A. American.
I was reading your book, and you're lying in bed. Correct me if I'm wrong. You're in Montrose, great guitar player. You were sharing a room back then, because you guys didn't have much money. And you're telling him this whole vision, right? This is in the book, at least. This vision, you know, with the lights, and then we're going to look this way, we're going to do this and this. And he was basically snoring, you know, sleeping. And you went, correct me wrong, that's when you knew it. I got to do this on my own. I have a vision. He doesn't have that vision. I got to do my vision. 100%. Is that right? It was the first time I really realized that people have egos and that people have their own vision and that you got to share things with other people. You can either be a follower or you can be a leader or you can just, you know, if you get, find the right partner, you can get along. And like Eddie and I, you know, we got along for a long time, you yeah. know, and then, then that fucked up too. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is, is yeah, you really have to follow your own vision. And that's why I say you got to be, you got to be fearless because if you're not, you get afraid and then you go into it. Yeah. Like this. No, yep. you got to go into it like, here's what the fuck I'm going to do. And exactly. you just fucking do it. You exactly. know? And Ronnie, it's not like he didn't see my vision. It freaked him out because I had a vision. He was thinking, whoa, wait a minute. You're my singer. Just shut up. You do what I want to want to do. And, he, right. and I realized it's his band. Ego. Yeah. It's called Montrose. Yeah. And I went, yeah. whoa, that's really weird. I, well, you know what? That was the gift he gifted you with. Like, you know what? It's time for me to do my own thing. Well, he fired me. <laughs> because of my vision. The next day, he did. He would. Sure? He wouldn't even talk to me. It was like so man, weird. He was. He was. He was. It, you scared I him. gotta tell you, I did, and you I didn't him. even mean to. I didn't even know I did it. But I realized that he was like nervous that I was going to take over his band, and he turned the other guys on me and so fired was that, me. Was that the moment? Well, no. You you realized your purpose a long time. When, when did you realize your purpose in life? Like you know, like I had that ding moment when I saw the Beatles on TV. I didn't know what to do but say. Mom, can you call the Beatles up and get me in their band? I'm 10 years old. But I realized without knowing what the words purpose meant, I know I got to do that. I got to do that. I want to do that. I want to be in a band. I want to play on TV. I want girls going nuts and grow my hair. That didn't work out. But the the, uh, the girls are not going nuts. But so when did you realize, ding, I'm doing this? I'm well, doing I did it in a bunch of stages. I saw my big sisters, I was young as four kids, and my big sisters were teenagers when I was about five, and Elvis Presley comes on TV, and I saw them and their friends going nuts. They stayed home. To, I mean, they got all came over to the house to watch him on Ed Sullivan Show. Yeah. It was actually Milton Berle, I think. Yeah. But anyway, I'm going, whoa, I want to do that. But I never did anything about it. I started awesome. acting like Elvis, you know, that I'd listen to his records, and they'd be dancing, and I'd be have a broom and doing yeah. his whole moves. But then, then I saw the Stones, and I said, oh, I want to be Mick and Keith. Then I saw Rod Stewart and Jeff Beck, and I said, oh, I want to be yeah. sing like Rod Stewart and play like Jeff Beck. So I'm going to be both those guys in one. And, and, then <laughs> of I, you did. And, and then I kept going and kept going. But truthfully, I haven't found my purpose until recently. Really? Recently. I really know what I'm good at and what I can do for people. I can help people. I can make them happy. I can really bring joy to them through my mm -hmm. music and through my entertaining. Mm -hmm. I'm an entertainer, yeah. and I realize it now. I used to always want to be an artist. I want respect, man. I want to be respected for father time, you know. Yeah. Now I realize, just forget it. You can go on stage and entertain people and make them happy and bring joy to their life mm -hmm. and give them some purpose sometimes, you know. Uh, my lyrics and stuff, Eagles Fly and, uh. and Give the Live, things like that. And I really realize that I'm here to help people, period. I don't care what it is. I can help them financially. I can help them through hard times. I can help them. I give yeah. money away to hospitals all the time yeah. to children. I am here to make your world a better place. Oh. And you know what? What it does for me makes me feel fucking great. I'm telling you, no ego trip here, nothing about it, man. It makes me feel good about myself. I don't know what to say. That's like, that's, that's the ending. Well, that's what I found out about myself recently, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and I love you because you are a supporter 
yeah. of things that I can yeah. do. And I need a drummer. You're the guy. You're a guy. I can say, oh, I can come and help Sammy out. It's like, we don't even know what we're doing, but I know what we're doing now. Well, so, dude, that thank was, you for being that was beautiful part of it. So let's go drink some of this uh, Kenny yeah. wine and talk about it. Yeah. You can, here. Oh, yeah. bye. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> forgot about you guys.